Hi, I'm Lainey from LaineyGossip.com, and I love your drama. I am Sasha, and I am, I feel like I know it all. That's where we're going to leave this. You are for 20, I am. This is What's Your Drama? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm looking at you right now. You're wearing a brown toque, and I know that you love brown right now. Oh, are we I'm rolling gonna... right now? Yeah. Yes, I love brown. And what I'm about to tell you is not going to make you happy, but I feel like the toque that you're wearing is something that I would see on Justin Bieber. I fucking hate that. That's like, <laughs> why would you even say that? <laughs> well, he's got that clothing line. Uh, Drew. Drew. And, and that's exactly the kind of fucking shit that you would see on Drew. The color? Yeah. He's super into earth tones right now. Fuck, and I'm also wearing a bright orange jacket. I've, All this, of this I'm is Drew. And you know it. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Well, this makes me upset because my favorite, as you know, all I've been wearing since probably July, August, September, October, November, December is hues of brown and yeah. orange and greens. Okay, well, fuck you. Great. Now I have to throw well, all my clothes. Just get ready because this year is the year of the JB 2020 comeback. Yes, I saw on, excuse me, January 3rd. That's right. Happy will, birthday. Thank you. He will be releasing or have, by the time this is run, has released new music. This is what I'm saying. I'm telling you, I'm pointing out a psychic spiritual connection between you, you Justin and Bieber? Justin Bieber. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be bad. I feel like Justin Bieber might do we? Uh, I think he might come with it. I'm not going to lie. I'm. I've now seen the trailer for the new docu series, and I did not rewind. I did not know there was a docu series. Well, I saw it before you did. It's embargoed until tomorrow. Oh. Um, by the time people hear this, everyone would have seen Sorry, it. It's a docu series for the new album, for his life, his new album, what he's been doing for the last few years. Yeah. Okay. Well, then say because by the time everyone's heard this, everyone will have seen it. That's what true. Thank you for okay, good. bringing the logic to me. Yes. Um, so his wife, Haley, is in it. Yeah. She speaks extensively. It's behind the scenes. I know that you liked Believe. Loved. Right. I, I, I watched <laughs> the that. The documentary. I watched that with Corey. Yeah. And Corey, this was like a long time ago, yeah. was like, okay. Like he cried right. in it for sure. Cried with me. We both cried at it for some odd reason. I remember. It's so fucking weird. Like you are such a miserable hoe. I am not a miserable hoe. <laughs> and I then like you cry. All I like the time. true story. I like I like behind the scenes um, documentaries. I actually just watched the whole Kevin. Did you watch the whole Kevin Hart series at all? Not yet. Okay, watch that. Um, which is very interesting. I almost feel like you and Duanna need to do uh, show your work about that series. In Kay. fact, because it's like layered with a lot of like. Okay, Kevin Hart, like, <laughs> settle your fucking ass down. Right. You'll be mad and, and happy watching it. Okay, sorry. So, Justin Bieber, do they talk about, like, difficulties in their marriage? Like, his ongoing mental health problems? Like, Well, it's just a trailer. Okay. But it promises to go 
into his last few years and where he was at in his life and where he's at now. It's like 10 episodes. So <gasps> I did not even know this was coming. Okay, great. Anyway, so you and your spiritual uh, connection, Justin Bieber, yes. can be together in our browns and oranges. <laughs> <laughs> I, you don't like browns? I love brown. Fuck. I love my, I'm such a basic bitch that my, like one of my favorite combinations is brown and pink. Yes. Do you remember in the early 2000s, brown and pink was everywhere? Like you'd go to Ikea and all their furniture was brown and pink? No. Okay, well. For it was? People who, well, th- it was the, a thing. Like brown and pink was? Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck. I love brown and pink. I wish people would design more clothes. Like, I am looking for a brown and pink sweater, a good sweater that is brown and pink, and I can't find one. Okay, well, I'm Brown gonna... and pink, specifically, if you want me to get specific, I will take um, a pink background with brown stars. Pink background with brown stars. I will take brown and pink hounds. I would reverse that, by the way. I would do a uh, brown background with pink stars, but okay, great. Well, that's your personality yep. and my personality. Okay. <laughs> Um, I would love a brown and pink striped sweater. Yep. Brown and pink suit. Brown and pink suit. Okay, well, Anyway, fuck. I can't find it. So well, hopefully… Then you're just fucking like Justin Bieber as much as I am then. Go on. I don't know about pink and you and Justin Bieber. Orange well, I know oversized sure. things like that stupid shitty line of his. Okay, uh, again, don't look at my coat. It's very big. <laughs> okay, carry on. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you and Justin Bieber can please, you know… I don't know, extend this connection, this synchronicity of yours. Well, June, fuck, yes. Wait, not June. January 3rd, your birthday, and JB decides to drop his new single. It's meant to be. Yeah, it is meant to be. It's I a bet great you 2020. If I, did, if I did your fucking horoscope reading, you and Justin Bieber would be <laughs> perfectly matched. It's great. Cannot wait for you to do that. Are you okay today? I'm fine. Oh, good. You seem a little unhinged, which I can't I, wait for. I'm chilled out. Okay. Very relaxed. This is a yes. Th- this is holiday me. <laughs> okay, go. Okay. Um, first question, dear Lainey and Sasha, thank you for making these podcasts as they brighten my week. I'm an avid listener. Okay, thank you. I'm 22 years old and have recently met a wonderful 28 year old who seems as interested in me as I am in him. Okay, so she or he is 28, mm-hmm. and the other person's oh no, 22, and the other person's 28. Yeah. The problem here lies with the origins of our romance. Uh-oh. The best friend, or my best friend of eight years, matched with him on Tinder four months ago and has been casually texting him throughout that time. It's important to note that she and him never actually met in person due to clashing schedules. Additionally, they were never serious and she was speaking to multiple other men during this time. A few weeks ago, she set him and I up because she felt that we'd make a good match and she was becoming serious with one of her other romantic candidates. Okay, great. Yeah, that sounds nice. Despite my extreme initial hesitance due to our vastly different taste in men, I opened myself up to the situation. Weeks later, this man and I have spoken on the phone for hours each night and have great in-person chemistry, although we have not had sex yet. We speak as though we will be in each other's lives moving forward, and I predict we will become serious. He has also assured me that he didn't have romantic feelings for my best friend and felt that she was a cool girl to talk to here and there. Recently, things ended between my best friend and the man she was hoping to become serious with. Lately, she has made her discomfort regarding my relationship known and tells me she had feelings for him that are hard to get over. I'm not going to pretend that I'm innocent and didn't pick up on her awkwardness with the situation from the beginning. Truthfully, I ignored it because I assumed it stemmed from insecurity and I don't think things would have worked out between me, between them with or without me. A sprinkle on this cake is that I've set her up with an ex-conquest of mine in the past because she was attracted to him and she thought I was crazy to let him go. 
I did not make her feel guilty for the time they spent together. My question is, how wrong is it for me to continue on with my romantic relationship? I love my best friend, but have strong feelings for this man. General advice on how to navigate this situation would be very much appreciated. Thanks, M. Wait a minute. Didn't the best friend set them up? Yes. And now she's kind of going back on it? Because the guy that she started dating ended. And so she's like, okay, mm, I'm not cool with this. All right. Where are you? I mean, come on. I know, but this is her best friend. Yeah, but the best friend needs to get over it but a little sometimes, bit. Sometimes, or I don't mean get over it, but needs to like suck it up. Why all of a sudden you're like, oh, here, meet this guy. You should start dating him. And then when you start doing what she's asked you to do, then you get mad at that? I get it. I don't think, like, if it's on paper, on paper, totally. M is fine. I don't think that she was offside at all. But off paper, we all know friendships and we're all from time to time unreasonable. Like we just jealous. Yeah. Unreasonable. Things aren't working out for us. So we are like, it's hard to be happy for other people. I mean, you are whatever. What are, what are you You say? are a very large, you are zen and chill. And you just called me a, like a miserable hoe, hoe yeah, before. I, you're right. So, but, but you, so I think, both. you, I think, you know, perform the spirit of generosity. But deep, deep inside, I'm a miserable hoe. I need you to dig deep to that realness, that miserable realness, and get to petty with me. Okay. And sometimes we're unreasonable and we're petty and we're like, you know, fuck, everything sucks for me, so I don't want anybody else to be happy. And no, I, sorry, I am not like that. That, uh, there's not even, I, 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 I'm not like that when it comes to my friends. If I was to, it's like the same thing as we've talked about before. Like when you loan money to someone, you don't expect it to fucking come back. Like you just give it out of the generosity of your heart and you eat all the goddamn feelings that come with it because you just have to do that. I okay, feel like this is the, the key same there thing. Is you just said eat. Eat your feelings. The, yeah. So best friend needs to eat the feelings. She can, she's allowed to feel those feelings. Yes. I get it. But she needs to put them back in her pie hole yes. and never let them come out. And if we were talking to the best friend, that's obviously the advice we would give. But now you're not the best friend. You're, well, the other best friend. And yes. so M, I guess in those situations, you have you have a choice too. You can be patient and ride out the petty unreasonableness that mm. happens naturally with humans. Yes. Or? Or you can be like, go fuck yourself. Or there's another option. Or what? <laughs> Or go to your best friend and just call it for what it is, which is like, I can sense that, you know, things are off. You've expressed to me that you still have like these like, I don't know, unfinished feelings with the guy. And I can sense that. How do we work through this? Because I'm really happy with said dude. And I don't want to upset you, but like, you're the one who set me up with him. She's got to be ready to hear that first. Like, I think that there's a combination of one and three. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 Uh, at the beginning, you kind of have to ride it out a little bit. Carry on with what's going on with yeah. your relationship. Carry on with the relationship, but don't throw it in the best friend's face. Um, try to have it separate. I would be curious what M said to her best friend when her best friend said, I still have feelings for the guy. Does she say that? No. No. Because I would be curious yeah. how she actually dealt with that situation. Because that yeah. would have been the time to be like, oh, fuck. Well, let's talk about this. Yeah. That is verboten for now. Like, yeah. for, I don't know, a couple weeks. You kind of have to ride out because right now she's only seeing her. She's only seeing how she feels. Yeah. And how hard done by she is. But that is unfair. It is unfair. Okay, good. But if it's your best friend, you also want to have the confidence in them that they they will snap out of it. Yeah. 
right? And that is what I would hope you would do for me. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, there she goes being petty, but I know that given a couple nights or a week or two and she'll come back to herself. Right. And kind of be embarrassed. Because having been there, like, you know, again, establishing that I'm the the pettiest Mm -hmm. and unreasonable… I do figure it out eventually, and it's embarrassing. That's the worst part, right? The worst part isn't being confronted. The worst part is having to confront yourself and being like, fuck, I was that person. Yeah, but I feel – I would hope that people function that way. I'm not sure if everyone does. Most petty people aren't really aware of their pettiness or at least get real with their pettiness. You're one of the – like, you're an anomaly in that case. So I would hope – that's the question you have to ask M. is your best friend – like this level of pettiness like Lainey. Like, does she do that shit, but then can look at herself in the mirror and be like, oh, fuck, I'm being a dick. If she can, if she has self-reflection in her, then yes, I think your option one of riding it out and seeing if she can come to terms with those feelings herself, great. If she is the type of person who um, doesn't do that, then I think option three, which is you just have to have that chat with her because everything you've been doing is above board and I don't think you should even ask yourself whether or not you should ditch the dude. I know, but listen, remember, she's already setting her best friend up with some other dude, her past conquest, remember? She did in the past. Right. And then that's oh, why she didn't work out. Yeah, okay. that's why she's like, I've done this for her and I didn't fucking… Listen, there, it's very possible that M's best friend, once she matches with somebody else, like yes. this, is, this will blow over by yeah. itself. I'm just saying maybe… Sometimes you don't have to make the confrontation right away. Yeah. That is not… Like the move, when you think about strategically what to do and when to time a confrontation, sometimes, you know, it's best to hold back, Mm -hmm. just keep it all separate, take a breath, see what happens if she comes to her senses or meet somebody else and then, hey, no problem. Well, she wasn't bothered by it when she, her best friend was with somebody. Exactly. It would be really, and I, you know, like it would be very hard to be, can you imagine if all of our group of friends were single and we were all on these like apps? There's also few people out there, like, of course this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with that other than to say I, that I it know, sucks. I, I agree. Like, let's say our, our group of friends, like, we hang out we with two, three other people, right? Yeah. We get together for dinners. And if all of us were single, Ugh. there's no way that anybody would be fighting Duanna for anyone. No. So. She's on her own. She's an island. <laughs> yeah. She's no fine. No problem there. Yeah. Duanna stays friends with everybody. But you, me, but Lara, you, and Amy would be fighting for the hot teenage correct. boys. The four Not teenage-looking, teenage-looking boys. Yeah, young, the younger men. Well, yes. <laughs> Yes. You, Lara, Amy, and I, our friendships would be tested. Like, yeah, we would be stabbing each other. I know. But there must be rules and regs that must be in place nowadays. Because, like… I don't know. What are they? Like, it's a weird thing to talk about. We probably need to get… I would like some input on that, actually. If the people listening right now yeah. could just send us… I'm Because I'm just curious what it's like when you have a group of single friends and you're all on the same apps and what happens when you all want the same dude. That has to have happened. Well, it clearly Please. happened here. Yes. Because they both matched with this person on Tinder. Yes. Right. Right? Or No. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Are we are on a holiday brain? She put them in touch. Oh, okay. Yes, it's the smart one here. Oh, right, right, right. All right. But still, I would I I, I put out that question because I'd like to know. Because I think that'll help us anyway with future yeah. advice questions. Yeah. Anyway, we've established I hope Joanna listens to this. That we don't so care she knows about. that like, yeah. That she would be <laughs> totally okay. Because of her because of her taste in men that it's we… unique. It's, it is unique. I'm not into 85-year-old men. <laughs> Cheers, Duanna. You can have them all. And that's the thing on our group thread. Like, 
And I bet you if we did that and the five of us were sitting side by side and we were all on Tinder and matching, we'd look at her phone and be like, meh. You go Why? for it. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are catching up on this and don't really know what we're, ta- we're talking about, I just need to drop one thing in there. At one point, a couple of years ago, Duanna was like, Tony Danza. <laughs> Currently, not Tony Danza who's the boss. Right. You remember that thread, yes. right? And yeah. the rest of there us… There was someone were- else also shocking that she just… It's yeah. very… Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Present right. day Tony Danza. <laughs> All right. Next… I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sasha, backstory. My mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer last year, shortly after I separated from my daughter's dad. My best friend was my rock and anchor, as she so often has been, and provided an insane amount of love and support while taking care of her family, finishing her bachelor's degree, and working. She's a damn superwoman, and I'm forever grateful for her love and support. I decided to jump back in the saddle and try to meet some guys through Match. I met one in particular with whom I hit it off super quick. We just vibed so well. He's older, has a daughter, a little older than mine, has a shit together, his own house, his own vehicles, his own friends and adventures. We have different political leanings, and that's really the only thing we don't agree upon. From the word go, he has been super supportive of me, what I was going through with my mom, my baby daddy, my daughter, all of it. Took it in stride, offered his help and advice, and quickly became a big part of my life. He's a good one, for real. My best friend actively dislikes him. He and I met in September. She met him once in October, and then from that point refused to engage with him. She barely even said his name when we talked about our lives. It became such a thing that I stopped mentioning him to her because she just wasn't interested or had negative things to say. My mom passed away in January of this year, and my mom was the one doing all the things to support me. My best friend did what she could, but her schedule in life just didn't give her the freedom or proximity to me and my mom, to me that my man had. There was some tension as he was doing the hosting things that she normally would have done when we had my mom's services, and he was always by my side during that time. She was too when she could be, but things have progressed between he and I, and now we live together with our two girls. We have life plans and goals and are working towards making shit happen for our family. My best friend has absented herself since since February from my life. She and my boyfriend have seen each other once since my mom's services in January, and she couldn't even be bothered to talk to him. So life has gone on. I'm hurt by her and sad, but I'm not the one making this a thing. Recently, she sent me a message saying she missed me and that she knows she's putting up this wall between us and that she's thinking about it daily and trying to do the hard mental work of dealing with her shit, but she's still not talking to me. Like, not just not talking to me, but actively not responding to things I've sent her or expressing any kind of support or happiness for the good things going on in my life when I do bother to share them. Then this past week, she made the effort to invite my boyfriend and me. She name-checked him, a first to her birthday celebrations, only to cancel them four hours later. I just don't know what to do. She's my ride or die. She's my sister from another mister. She's my daughter's aunt. She's making a choice here, and I feel backed into a corner because my boyfriend has done nothing to earn her enmity. Enmity. 
He's been a wonderful and supportive partner, an actual adult in our relationship, and has helped me grow and get through some rough shit while she's pulled away and acted like a jealous brat about him. I have no idea how to bridge this gap or even if I can. Like, do I sit and wait for her to get her shit together and figure out that she has to fix this? Or do I continue to cut my losses and love her where she lives and love her where she lives while going on without her? Sorry, this shit was long. Thank you and Lainey so much for your time. Okay. So, well, this dovetails that, off of what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's I'm, – I'm, I think I, – I, I hope we agree on this. I, th- I hope so. I'm really worried about the friend. Yes. Yeah. I feel like there is a big blind spot here. I don't think your friend is being a crazy jealous bitch. Mm-mm. I think she's actually even said to you that she knows that she's the cause of it because mm-hmm. she's trying to deal with – what did she say? Like her hard mental shit or something yeah. like that? Yeah. I think you might have been the one with the blind spot. Yeah. I think you are missing some signs. Yeah. Like when someone calls to invite you somewhere, they make a plan and they're like, let's go out. And then only four hours later, tap out. Her birthday, no less. That's a thing. Yeah. Like that, to me, that's red flags. That's warnings going off. Yeah. Now listen, you've been dealing with your own shit. Your mom, your marriage. We Like that's amazing. And – like that you've been able to come through this mm. and find love again and heal. Have to support you, yeah. So wonderful. Like, of course, traumatic loss, your mother. And this is like, obviously we have so much sympathy. Mm-hmm. But I think having been the one to come through the fire, I do think now your friend is in some burning shit. Yeah. And… um if hey, listen, if she's just being a cunt, fine. Like, what's the loss to you? You're still happy. You still have a wonderful, supportive person in your life. Mm-hmm. But if she's not, and this is a person in crisis, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think ex- you've hit it on the head there too. And I think also you have to look at the behavioral change, right? Like, I think it's unfortunate that it happened during the times where you needed her the most. But the biggest sign here is that she went MIA when she would normally never go MIA. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she's never been this kind of person to be like a backstabby, fucking flaky, yeah. um, like disregard your feelings kind of girl, then mm-hmm. this is like, this is why you need to pay attention to the fact that she's withdrawn. Yeah. She has admitted to you that she is in a bad place, a dark yeah. place, and that she is… um yeah, she just doesn't have the means to reach out to you. So yeah. I think that you ha- – and it's unfortunate because you're going through your own fucking knee-deep shit. But if this is your ride or die, which I know she is, mm-hmm. then you need to um, contact her. Yeah. And you need to contact her again and again and again mm-hmm. to open up those channels of communication and find out what's really going on. Or contact her own family, like the people who are around her. If you are best friends, then I'm assuming you have close. You, yeah. you are close or at least know and have a relationship with the people around her and you need to like get in there. I know that obviously I think geography is an issue here. They must live away okay. from each other. So yeah, it might not be like you might not be able to get close to her in, in the immediate with schedules and different lives, but I think that is a factor here because you can't see her. She's not yeah. in front of you and you haven't seen her since February. It's almost a year. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is like warnings are going, warning bells yeah. are going off all over the place. And sometimes you need to write it out and have someone totally. read it and like kind of relay that to you. So, um, and that's what blind spots are, right? We don't know they're there until someone points it out to exactly. you. So I would really investigate that. Yeah. 
keep us posted. But but yeah. I, I I'm I'm hopeful that if you can do that, then you guys will come back together and be close again. But I think you're missing uh, a big chunk of the story here. Yeah, and and get, get her some help. It sounds like she needs it. Yeah. Okay, hard turn. But let's get to our last question. Sasha Laney, help. Okay. <laughs> I can hear my upstairs neighbor listening to porn. It's almost like he turns the volume up when he's watching porn. It's much louder than when it sounds like regular TV. After trying to pretend it wasn't happening for months and just putting on some music to try and drown it out, I finally texted my building manager to complain. Supposedly, she's talked to him, but nothing seems to have changed. I still hear porn pouring through my ceiling several times a week. It's so unpleasant to be trying to enjoy a quiet evening at home and hear a woman's repetitive <laughs> recorded moaning. Sometimes I can have a laugh about it, and sometimes I just can't deal. I feel like I should have, I feel like I have no control over my sonic space. I should also mention this neighbor is elderly. Oh, fuck. Hey, this is good for Duanna. <laughs> fuck it. Hit, over, hit up those digits for Duo. Oh, fuck. I had, a, I had a whole thing going on. Until you found out he was 80? Fuck. I should also mention this neighbor is elderly, like looks to be in his 70s or 80s, which makes it all the more confusing and awkward. Maybe he is hard of hearing and really needs to jack up the volume to enjoy his dirty movies. I don't want him to know who exactly is complaining, so I haven't spoken to him about this myself. Just seems too awkward to bear. What should I do? Are earplugs or loud ambient music or headphones in my own home whenever the moaning begins my only option? Doesn't seem fair, but of course, life isn't fair. Any advice appreciated. I like how nice she sounds, our writer. <sighs> okay, so we have a senior citizen <laughs> upstairs who is, you know, good Whacking for off. him, man. Yes. Good for him. You can get it anytime. And here's the reality is I do think that the hearing is part of the volume yes, issue. which is hilarious also, to me. As many, most of us know, typically – if you're watching porn, to get it done, take like it doesn't take that long. However, also when you're 70 or 80, it yes. could be longer right. because, you know, things might be things slower a, in there. Yeah, the things need to fill so, up with those Because I, I feel like, I mean, yeah. Anyway. We've established why it's taking so long yeah. and why it's so loud. Or, or, or he's fallen asleep. Yes. That's possible, it's right? It's 5 p.m. and he needs to do nap. his thing. <laughs> yeah. It happens. He's old. Right. He goes right from porn into his nap time. Yep. <laughs> or Which is a great life. Yes. He's not doing anything wrong. No. But that would get anno annoying as fuck. So I feel for our writer. Yeah. Um, because I, it's like telling your own grandfather. Oh, to gross. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, yeah. That's what it is. Yes. Um, hey, granddad. Someone's granddad. This someone's person granddad. is someone's granddad. Yeah. And I wonder if granddad lives by himself. Like, you know, now I've crafted a whole no, backstory. No, let's not feel bad about granddad. Granddad obviously Granddad feels, is alone. Yeah, but granddad is still cranking them out. So that's good for him. I know, but what if granddad misses his partner? I mean, we can't really... If she's if he's 70 or 80, isn't your dad 70? Ew, right? Yeah. But come on. <laughs> uh, he's not yeah. like... He's not with a fucking walker. Your this dad is, still this walks. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, is, do you want to picture that? <laughs> no, you're just rounding that out? Okay. This is what I'm wrap saying. That up, apparently. I'm thinking about my dad, and if he didn't have my ma, then yeah, you would he want that to happen, would. and it would be extra loud, right? Uh, his hearing's fine right oh, okay. now, but yeah, at a certain point, it would be like loud. Yeah. So n I'm feeling bad about Granddad because Granddad clearly doesn't have his partner anymore and misses a human connection. Okay. So yes. what would you just want this to continue? If you are our writer, 
you're just going to let granddad because he's so sad. I can't do it. I cannot. I've now created a whole backstory. Oh my God, this is easy. Yeah. And I no, I just think, yeah, earplugs and ambient music. Bring, can you bring? It's not all day. It's just sometimes. No. Have you ever had a loud neighbor? Yes. Is it not the most horrible, heinous thing ever? I when you're just trying to worse things than porn sounds. Okay. I mean, for me, I would like to give our writer some… I just feel some... bad for granddad. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like it's really… Again, I have to give props to our writer because she seems very nice and caring and doesn't want to rock the boat. And I will say that she sent me another email to clarify that she told the building manager, but she didn't tell the building manager what the sounds were. Like, she didn't right. want to shame him. So she's really being respectful, which I like. Yes. Um, but instead of… Can't you give… It's just the holidays, brand new year… Why don't you anonymously, instead of you having to wear earplugs or earphones, just pay that extra, go to the, your local radio shack and you pick up some nice headphones or earplugs for the dude and leave them wrapped up what with if he doesn't an know anonymous note. Who's going to show him how to insert you the can set it all into up. the hole? You can s- <laughs> of course. Of course you have to go there. You can leave some fucking… <laughs> She's very proud of herself right now. You can leave fucking notes. He's not an idiot. Maybe he is. But let's give Gramps the benefit of the doubt that he knows how to operate. If he knows how to operate porn, I'm sure he knows how to operate That's some fucking headphones. That's so. But you least, know what happens with like older people? I know because my parents online, it's viruses and oh crazy my God. downloads. My, sis, my mom's had to replace like three computers because of everything they download. This is what I'm saying. So yes. I think that, yeah, porn is relatively easy to find because all of those pop-ups when they like follow fucking 18 links and end up on a porn site, that is not unusual. That still takes some skill. I don't know. Can we not say that he, I feel like he has some brain functioning still left him. Just at least make this step one of seeing if you can like truncate this problem, which is fucking give him, give him the gift of fucking headphones and write an anonymous note from the building and say, oh my God, why? He's mortified. Now he's mortified and it's going to affect his stress levels. No, he's fine. A little mortification and embarrassment, a little chuckle. She does have to write something mean. It can be like cute and funny, like whatever. I'm not cute with notes, but something cute and funny. Come up with it, write it, and see if that works. That's a a better option than having to stomach like cum face noises while you're in your living room. (laughs) I would way rather at least attempt that option. I feel bad for granddad. Do you feel bad for your dad? I t- do you feel bad for your dad? I do. <laughs> it's natural. You would be gunning for this. You are happy for I him. I know. I think that he's doing a very good thing. He's probably like, it's the source of his strength. He maybe masturbates he has, every day. Maybe he has like a hot young thing that he's trying to like get ready to, get ready for. Really? Why not? Let's, I think why? at that age you have to store. Sure. Like you can't well, that's fucking- true. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but let's not narrate this so that it's sad gramps. He's fine. He's happy. He just needs a li- he needs some headphones. He's right. a little bit deaf. Okay. There are two options here. Uh, you can get the headphones, leave a cute anonymous note, and start up a pen pal relationship with granddad. No, I didn't say a pen pal <laughs> relationship. Or you can just let granddad be because… And wait for him to die. <laughs> <It's> jokes. No. <laughs> or just you use your own headphones and suffer through the moaning and groaning. Yeah. But 
I think that this is so funny, um, <laughs> as is Sash. So if you could do us a favor yeah. and record. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> not where I was going to say. When update. it starts, I just, I just want to know how loud it is. Okay, Time yeah. of day, all that. I'm fucking curious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Go. Oh, Granddad. I'm happy. I hope Granddad. I don't want him to stop his habits. He, That's happy. He's happy. Well, what a lovely way to begin the year. 2020. Yeah. With, with the, the happy ending. Yes. With Duana, yes, with Duana's future husband, her 80-year-old masturbating man. Well, I mean, I hope it's a lovely way to to begin the year. Yes. Um, with um a senior citizen jack off. Listen, may we all be yes, jack please. off in a jack off position when we're 70 or 80. 80 yeah. Like, you know, listen, that's I'm, not fucking that far off. If so I'm yeah. not age and it's fucking moist down there still and not dried up and crusty, I'm giving her two. Mm. I, I don't know if I'll be turning the volume up like that, but yeah. So great. Thanks for all that, that picture. I, I want that to be, yeah, this is such a let's keep this spirit. Yes. I love that. Elderly come spirit for 2020. <laughs> um, thank you for writing in. We need more of your drama this year. So send them my way at Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. And thank you for listening and subscribing to us wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave reviews and comments. Let us know if you know a senior citizen who backs <laughs> off. Um, matchmaking <laughs> for this guy. Um, and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. 